All right. Well, welcome back to the Drivecast. My name is Matthew, and I serve as the teaching pastor at the uh, Westerville campus. And uh, we are coming to the end of our study through the book of Revelation. Uh, We're going to have one more episode tomorrow where we're going to be wrapping up the, the book. But I hope that you have been as blessed and encouraged by this series as, as I have. Uh, this has been a, a fun book to tackle. It's been a challenging book to, to walk through. Uh, but every week as I've studied and prepared and, and read, I've learned new things along the way. Uh, but more importantly, I've been challenged to trust and to follow Jesus in an even greater way. And that's really been our, our prayer for, for you as well throughout this series and throughout the, the different drive casts that we've, we've recorded. But today we're going to be taking a look at Revelation chapter 22, verses 6 through 11. And in these verses, we're reminded how these visions that we've looked at and how these words that we've studied uh, came to John. God the Father revealed these visions, revealed these words to Jesus the Son. And then Jesus gave them to an angel who gave them to John. And John wrote down what he saw. He wrote down what he heard and he preserved it for for the church and, and for us. And we're told that these words that John has recorded, that they are trustworthy and that they are true. Meaning that as followers of Jesus, we can place our faith and our hope in the words of this letter that have been preserved and and given to us. And as we put our trust in the words of Revelation and and these visions that have been been recorded for us, and as we begin to, to live in light of what has been revealed to us, Revelation tells us that we will experience the promises that come from it. And that's the promise of blessing. And we've seen the, the promise of blessing all throughout the book of Revelation. In fact, in, in chapter one, in the very beginning of the book, it says this, Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take it to heart what is written because the time is near. So in the beginning of of this letter, we're told er, that we are blessed when we hear these words and we take them to heart. But now at the the end of this this book, in chapter 22, verse 7, listen to what it says. Look, I am coming soon. This is the word of, of the Lord. Look, I am coming soon. And blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy written in the scroll. So it says that that we are blessed, not just by reading Revelation or not just by hearing the words of Revelation. We are blessed by keeping the words of Revelation and taking them to heart. It's not enough for us to just read and study and talk about Revelation in in our life groups. No, it has to make its way to our heart. It has to change how we think. It has to change how we live our lives. And this reminds me of of what James wrote in in, in James 1 verse 22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. No, do what it says. So as we come to to the end of this book that has this this promise of blessing for those who who obey it and who, who take it to heart, the question we really have to ask ourselves is this. Will we allow our lives to be changed by what we have seen and what we have heard? Will we allow our lives to be changed by what we have seen and what we've heard? Will the the images that we've seen of of heaven and the lamb and of judgment and the new creation, will they change us? 
Well, the words of of encouragement and challenge and correction that were written to the churches, will they cause us to, to take inventory and evaluate our lives? Will we simply be hearers of the word or will, will we be doers of the word? Will we put it into practice? And you see, if taken seriously, the, the words of revelation, they have the ability to change everything for us. They can change our perspective from having an, an earthly perspective to living with an eternal perspective. They change our, our worship rather than, than worshiping the, the things of this world that the dragon and the beast are influencing and controlling. No, our worship is reserved for the lamb. They change our, our level of commitment. They, they, they cause us to live with greater perseverance and endurance. They change our, our hope. Rather than placing our hope in, in this broken world, we place our hope in this new heaven and this new earth that we're promised. They change our, our actions. Rather than living with, with complacency, we begin to live with a greater sense of urgency. And they change our affections. Rather than being lukewarm and apathetic in our faith, you know, these words, they can ignite a greater passion and desire for Jesus. The words of revelation, if taken to heart, can change everything about us. So I want to take a moment today to, to pray for you that you would take to heart and that you would keep the words that we have studied together throughout this series and that you would put into practice what it is that God has spoken to you and challenged you with. So I'm going to pray for us and, and then give you an opportunity to pray as well. So, Father, we, we thank you for, for the words of, of revelation, of this prophecy that had been preserved for, for hundreds of years. We thank you for, for the relevance they have for our life today. And God, my prayer for us as, as a church, as believers, is that we would not just be hearers of these words, but God, that we would be doers of the word, that we would take to heart and put into practice what it is that you have spoken to us during this series. Jesus, we love you. And we pray all of this in your name. Amen.